The following podcast may contain spoilers for the Harry Potter series as well as adult language theme and content. Hello everybody! Welcome to episode number four of the Unknown Art. Wait a minute. The Unknown Art? Mm, I think that's a little bit of yesterday's news. So we're gonna reframe here. Bum, 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 bum. Okay. Uh, This is actually episode number four of Broomsticks and Braille, Harry Potter fan fiction. (laughs) Hi, this is JJ. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited not to have a cold anymore, and I'm so excited that I get to record for you guys again. Um, Because I've missed doing that, even though it was just Sunday. So I still, yeah, I still miss recording. So, because last week's episode or this week's episode, if you will, was so flippin' short. It was less than 10 minutes. That's just sad. Um, You get another episode today, and then you'll have your usual episode on Monday. So, yeah. So before we go forward, let's get the hippogriff out of the room. Um, I'm sure there's a magical creature that's bigger than a hippogriff, but for right now, I'm sticking with the hippogriff. Okay, let's get the hippogriff out of the room. Why broomsticks and braille, you might be asking. Well... Because there's a piece of this podcast that I haven't really talked about, and it is that I, JJ, read all of the fanfics uh, that I'm narrating for you in Braille. And I have such a joyous time doing it. Um, Having been blind since birth, I learned Braille at a very early age, and I am so many layers of grateful for that. Um, It's just been such a gift. And so um, one of my friends had actually asked me, what's your reading speed? And I said, it's... Uh, apparently reading out loud it's 166 words per minute so that has allowed me to narrate these fanfics for you and I've had so much fun doing it and I wanted to honor that and also have a slightly more creative name so broomsticks and braille is what y'all get from now on uh I think that's it oh and and then that also means that there's a new uh, email for you all to get in touch with me through. I promise things will not change again after this in terms of logistics like this. The podcast will, uh, from here on out, be called Broomsticks and Braille, as will the email. So, the email that you can get in touch with me at now is broomsticksandbraillehpff@gmail.com. Broomsticks and Braille, and Braille is spelled B R. A-I-L-L-E-H-P-F-F at gmail.com. So if you have anything you want to share, tell me about the podcast, uh, how I'm doing, if there's anything you want to see differently, any of that stuff related to this podcast, feel free to get me get in touch with me at broomsticksandbraillehpff at gmail.com. That is it for housekeeping this week. So on to the fanfic of the week. So the fanfic I will be reading this week is one that I go to when I need a really, really good laugh and just something absurd to read. Um, This is called Confessions of a Bald Weirdo. It's by Miss Funnel Cake on fanfic.net. And the description written by Miss Funnel Cake is, Read the hilarious diary of Lord Voldemort as he rants about Potter, nose loss, his new boy band, VOG, and being stuck on the back of some idiot's head. Yep. So this one is really funny, 
Um, I really enjoy it, and I'm pretty excited to read it. Uh, I'm not sure how much of it I'm going to read. We will find out. The reasons for my excitement and how much I'm going to read will become apparent very soon. <laughs> so, with that, here comes Confessions of a Bald Weirdo by Miss Funnel Cake. Chapter 1. The Totally Not Stressed Lord Voldemort. Dear Diary, I really don't see how this is going to help. Jane, my secretary, and Dr. Trimble say I'm stressed. I'm not stressed at all. Bitch, I'm fabulous. In fact, you could say I'm anti-stressed. See? Totally not stressed. Okay. Maybe I'm a bit stressed about a few things, like Potter. Why can't he just die? I've tried to kill him seven times. Seven times! Can't he just do me a favor? I mean, isn't it nice of me that I always wait until the end of the school year to kill him? Despite my flaws, at least I care about his education. I've even made him an overachiever. Look at all the complex spells he had to learn because of me. Seriously, I make the kid famous and admired by the entire wizarding world and he can't just do this one little thing after all I've done for him. Children are so frustrating. Also, another thing I'm a bit stressed about is that the people are always asking me, Voldemort, why don't you have a nose? Well, I'm sorry. It's not my fault that when I split my soul, my nose would disappear. I had no idea that was going to happen. They should really put on the manual, warning, creating horcruxes may cause baldness, nose loss, and extreme paleness. Proceed at own risk. Tried calling the company a few times, but nobody would pick up. So maybe, just maybe, if they had bothered to put that on the manual, I wouldn't have made any horcruxes, and we wouldn't be in this whole war mess right now. Voldemort. The guy that sort of burned to ashes. Dear Diary, Remember Quirrell, the guy that sort of burned ashes in Potter's first year? Yeah, that guy. He was annoying. Always whining and whining about how nobody would go out with him and how he couldn't get any girls. Maybe that was my fault. Because having a guy on the back of your head isn't what I think women find attractive. Well, that's just a theory. And it was kind of strange sharing the same body and sleeping in the same bed. I mean, I know we were co-workers and all, but there should be a line that should never be crossed. You must be wondering, how did you change clothes? Or how did you take showers? Well, I really don't want to talk about it. Moving on. So, today, I went to Buffet Le Potter. The kid even has a buffet named after him. And I realized that the si that the ice cream spoons they use for buffets are tiny. Uh, hello. How do you expect me to get six scoops of mint chocolate chip with that thing? 
This is outrageous! I ended up getting kicked out of the buffet for screaming at the ice cream stand and harassing and frightening customers. Ain't my fault that the customers can't handle this. Club can't handle this. The buffet owner will be expecting a very angry letter from me. Voldemort. The start of VOG. Dear Diary. Oh my God! Oh my God! You won't believe this, but I got tickets to One Direction! <coughs> I love them! What makes you beautiful is such a deep song. Its lyrics reach out to my soul. The way that you flip your hair gets me overwhelmed. Means the hair represents your life, and flipping means making the best out of it. So you're making the best out of your life, and then overwhelmed means happy. So making the best of your life makes me happy. Wow, they're like hot philosophers. I'm not sure if I've mentioned this in my previous entries, but I haven't had much luck with the ladies lately. Wait, I just got a brilliant idea. I should start my own boy band. I mean, One Direction's a boy band, and they have girls mauling their faces all the time. It could be Lucius, Rodolphus, Peter, and I. We can call ourselves Voldemort. And other guys. V.O.G. for short. Yes, that's perfect. Potter will then be so jealous of V.O.G. And he will be captured by seven Mexicans with questionable citizenship. And then crumble into little Potter pieces while everyone bows down to me. And Potter is a total limo. Girls will be clawing us in no time. Jane's telling me to stop fantasizing and get back to work. That woman needs to calm down and get a drink or something. God knows she needs it. Wait. I just discovered One Direction has their own fanfiction site. Guess what I'm going with? My weekend. Voldemort. Stalking is not romantic. Dear Diary. Everybody knows that the Titanic sank because the people on it were incredibly stupid. No matter how much people try to deny it, it's true. The people were pig-headed, arrogant, and thought they could do anything. I mean, I do that too, but that's different. The captain of the Titanic was a moron. Sure, if you hit an iceberg straight on, the ship wouldn't sink. But don't you think, as a captain of a gigantic ship... It would be best to avoid icebergs in general. You know, just a thought. Oh, and today I saw the Titanic movie with Peter. He was sobbing like a girl for the entire movie. Okay, maybe I was crying too, but it's different. We were watching while eating ice cream. Big spoons, yes. And then Peter just gobbled up all the ice cream. Then I tortured him for an hour. So I guess we're even now. What really frustrates me is while the Titanic is sinking, Rose is holding Jack's hand and tells Jack, Jack, I'll never let you go. Then she lets go. Did 
Didn't you just promise him you wouldn't let go a few seconds ago? Now Popsicle Jack is sinking to the bottom of the ocean. Promise breaker! On the topic of stupid love stories, there's Twilight. I mean, I used to be totally on Team Edward, but now I'm on Team Guy who hit Bella with a car. At the end of Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part 2, the kid even has his own movie. The film portrayal of me was so inaccurate. You get an epic war. At the end of Breaking Dawn Part 1, you get a childbirth scene. I've been scarred for life. So Edward leaves Bella, and she turns into a zombie for months and jumps off a cliff. Smooth. And have you ever noticed how the covers have nothing to do with the book? A pair of hands holding an apple. Is the word apple even in the book? If vampires could sparkle, can we just hang them up and make them a disco ball? Edward. Bella, I've been watching you sleep every night. Bella. Oh, Edward, that's so romantic. No. Stalking is not romantic. Call the cops right now. Voldemort. The zombie apocalypse. Dear diary, what would you do during the zombie apocalypse? Why, I would get a leather jacket because the zombie hunters in the movies all have leather jackets. It makes them look like totally awesome. I would be all, bam, bam, die, zombies, die. And I would go on a psychotic rage and kill them all. While wearing a leather jacket, of course. It would be epic. I've noticed that Jane has a habit of throwing things at me. Wait, I just thought of a brilliant plan. Voldemort's brilliant, amazing, totally awesome plan for the zombie apocalypse. Team members, a.k.a. the Voldies. Voldemort, a.k.a. the totally awesome leader. Jane, a.k.a. the screaming banshee. Rodolphus Lestrange, a.k.a. Rudolph L. Peter Pettigrew, a.k.a. the useless one. Lucius Malfoy, a.k.a. Willow Smith. The plan. Phase one. The totally awesome leader will assemble the Voldemort... The totally awesome leader will assemble the Valdies and lead them. Phase two. The totally awesome leader will use his epic... Karate moves to kill all the zombies, while Rudolph L. distracts them with his deathly glare, which actually is quite frightening. Phase three. Willow Smith will whip his luscious hair, and all the zombies will wither at the sight of the lusciousness of his hair. Phase four. The screaming banshee will throw multiple things at the zombies and scream at them until they are ultimately destroyed. Phase five. If all else fails, sacrifice the useless one and or use him as a shield. Genius, I know. Voldemort. Haters gonna hate. Dear Diary. 
I'm getting some hurtful things said about my wand lately. On Wizbook, mainly. I think muggles call it Facebook. They said my wand was girly and pink. I'll have you know pink is a very manly color. But those words were very hurtful. Hate is gonna hate. Don't hate. Appreciate. The haters are my motivators. On the topic of strange things today, I caught Wormtail sniffing my pillows. That's like Nicki Minaj creepy. Wait, change my mind. Nicki Minaj isn't creepy at all. She's bloody insane. What the hell are starships anyway? Peter just suggested that starships are ships made out of stars. Shut up, Peter. Let me just check something. Oh my God. I just got a response for a online dating website I signed up for. Her name is Drew Prazel. She's a pureblood, works as a go-go dancer, and occasionally loves gingers, One Direction, and kittens, hates Potter, and blood treaters, and is currently looking for love. My type of woman. Ooh, she's pretty. She has short golden blonde hair, sparkling deep blue eyes, and... Wait, is that a dude? Decline, decline, decline! Maybe I should send a PM. Voldemort is currently unavailable at the moment. (coughs) He has moved to a remote island where there is no internet connection or any connection to the outside world. Also, he's straight. Just thought you should know. There, that's better. Like I said before, is that society is screwed up. I think the three main reasons for the screwed upness of our society are the following. One, small ice cream scoops. Two, Potter. Three, Justin Bieber. I just want to say one thing first. Just because you say words like shoddy and swag, it doesn't automatically make you cool. Trust me. I've tried before. But I have to admit, Justin Bieber does have nice hair. I wish I had hair like that. Then I could whip it back and forth, just like Willow Smith. Lucius Malfoy has nice hair, too. Anyways, another thing that really bothers me, other than Justin Bieber, of course, is stereotypes. You try to take over the wizarding world one time, or quite a few times, but that's besides the point. One time, and suddenly everyone treats you like you're a horrible person or something. I'm a really nice guy once you get to know me. Everybody always tells me, you know, Valdi, you are such a nice guy. Ask Jane. She loves me. Voldemort. The lies. Dear Diary, VOG is officially on tour. It's Wormtail, Lucius, Rodolphus, and I. Wormtail is the pianist. He's the adorable one. Lucius is the bassist. He's hot and dangerous. Rodolphus is the drummer. He's the quiet and mysterious one. I'm the lead guitarist and singer. I'm the totally awesome, handsome, dreamy one. A musical style is a nickelback. Taylor Swift with a bit of uh, Disney. So far, we performed in a totally packed
cafeteria. Although I think that's only because it was Dollar Taco Day. We learned our first fangirl. There. She's eight years old and deaf, but she still counts. Before we... Before we had Jane pretend to be a fangirl, we gave her all the merchandise and forced her to memorize all the songs, including our hit single, Only One Can Live. She didn't seem very happy, but I'm sure she was just trying to contain her excitement. We toured in Toronto, Canada, where I was really surprised that there were no polar bears and people didn't live in igloos. Also, people don't carry around little bottles of maple syrup and weren't all crazy hockey fans. Ha! Who knew? Then we went to Sydney, Australia, where there were no kangaroos roaming the streets. I even asked to buy one at Target, but they said they didn't have any. After that, we went to Ireland, where there were absolutely no leprechauns or pits of gold. I had this whole leprechaun trap so we could catch one and sell him on eBay. No polar bears, kangaroos, or leprechauns. We have been lied to our entire lives. And it's quite strange when I tell our huge crowds that I'm from England and they automatically think I drink tea all the time. I refuse to drink that, that hot leaf juice. Jane tells me to stop being dramatic, and that's exactly what tea is. We're hoping to open for One Direction, but they still haven't replied yet, even though it's been three months. I'm sure they're just worried we're going to become better than them. After all, we are quite charming, not to mention we're incredibly good-looking. Especially me, Voldemort. The End for now. Dear Diary, Jane says that for the tour we should drive a shuttle bus. Tour bus for advertising purposes. Peter used to be the driver, but he's absolutely hopeless at it. He thinks that if you hit a lamppost, you get bonus points. Everybody knows you're supposed to hit the stop signs for the bonus points. So I brought it upon myself to become the new driver. I'm a great driver. It's just like Mario's cart with a few explosions and dead muggles. I'm sure Potter isn't an amazing driver like I am. I bet he can't even hit the stop signs correctly and the bonus points. I'm skilled. As for advertisings, Jane, she's the band manager, says we need to update our look. I thought she just meant polishing my head, but she says we need to go further than that. Further than head polishing? Jane is so extreme! She had me wear this whole Darth Vader costume, then a blonde curly wig to the Taylor Swift... Then a blonde curly wig, the Taylor Swift hair flip thing. Because everyone loves the Taylor Swift hair flip. I whip my hair back and forth, I whip my hair back and forth. But whipping your hair is, as I recently discovered, quite tiring. How do bimbos do it? VOG is currently working on their new song called Take Your Daughter to the Circuses. It really has deep and emotional meaning. And it saddens me to say this, 
but this will be my last diary entry. I mean, between VOG touring, finding new ways to kill Putter, failing to kill Putter, creeping on Putter's Wizbook page, and fangirling over One Direction, I simply don't have time to write. Plus, we'll be busy drinking hot leaf juice, which I have learned is not that bad. Maybe I'll write again. But if anyone reads this diary, I would die of embarrassment. Voldemort. I hope you all have enjoyed Confessions of a Bald Weirdo by Miss Funnel Cake with my reading of it. I definitely enjoyed uh, reading it. <laughs> my throat is just a little bit sore, but that's okay. Um, yeah, so a couple things about this fanfic. Um, first off, there is a sequel on Miss Funnel Cake's profile, so if you want more of Lord Voldemort's hilarious diary, go check it out. Um, it's pretty funny. Um, and second off, uh, the voice that I was doing for Voldemort, which if anyone's still listening at this point, thank you so much, because I, I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, not sure if it got annoying after a while, but, um, but the voice I was doing was inspired by Lord Voldemort in a very Potter musical. So for those that don't know, a very Potter musical is a musical that a bunch of college students put together. I, oh, I can't remember the state. Um, but I, I'll be featuring that a little bit, uh, later in, later on in this series, um, because I, I consider it a brilliant piece of fanfic, arguably. Um, but they basically, uh, got together and just made this whole musical around Harry Potter, and it's, it's super good. Um, but the guy who plays Voldemort just makes him over the top, dramatic, hilarious, like, um, and has this, like, raspy... I'm Lord Voldemort kind of voice and <clears throat> um so he uh so I got it I pulled my inspiration from that um I suppose I could have done a Ralph fin Fiennes impression but I think this one was more funny especially with you know the content of the diary so um yeah so <laughs> I really enjoyed this fic um I love fics like this that just like take the villains and make them hilarious uh, you know, Voldemort, he's, he's, ugh, he's evil. He's a murderer. He's, woo. And, you know, this fic and other fics I've seen just take him and go, what if he was just a total girly girl? And it's, it's really funny. Um, I have fun making fun of Voldemort because the guy was kind of a dumbass. I think my favorite, <laughs> there's a Harry Potter fact that amuses me to no end that I figured out. So, Mr. When I grow up, I want to be immortal uh, actually died at the age of 71. Uh, yeah. He, 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 when he died, he was 71 years old. He was born in 1926, and he died in 1998. So, I find that endlessly amusing. Um, <laughs> um, and just, like, some of his plans, you're just like, uh, Voldemort, you, you didn't think this through very well. So, um, yeah, so that's always entertaining. I also love how, uh, fanfics like this just comment on, you know, current issues, current, uh, fads, trends, whatever. So in this case, um, the, uh, stalking is not romance. Yeah. True story. I'm sorry, Twilighters and Fifty Shades of Graders who are probably going to give me a lot of flames for this. I apologize. Um, but nah, not, not the kind of, I don't consider it romance and 
if it is romance, it's not the romance I particularly would want to be a part of. So that's just my opinion on that. Um, but I, lo- I love how this fanfic is just like, yeah, we're talking about this. So <laughs> through the voice of Lord Voldemort, which just makes it even more epic. Um, yeah, so I, I hope you all enjoyed this fanfic as much as I did, um, as much as I enjoyed reading it. It's definitely a lot of fun. Um, I have the fanfic, uh, in the description, so if you want to go read it yourself, um, or look for the sequel, uh, have at it. And I hope you have enjoyed the fanfic of this fourth episode. is JJ. I hope you all have enjoyed this fourth episode of Broomsticks and Braille Harry Potter fan fiction. Uh, if you like what you're listening to and you want others to enjoy it as well, please subscribe. Please tell your friends about it. Tell your Harry Potter uh, fanfic communities about it. All the people that you know you think would enjoy uh, this uh, podcast. Um, also, uh, just a you know, reminder and celebration that I am reading these fanfics in Braille. So if you have any friends that uh, want to know, you know, about Braille and how much um, it can help blind people, uh, it could help to point to this podcast and say, hey, you can read out loud if you know Braille. So um, tell your friends about it. I hope you're enjoying it. And again, if you would like to get in touch with me, uh, my email is broomsticksandbraille, B-R-A-I-L-L-E, at G... I'm sorry. Broomsticksandbraille, B-R-A-I-L-L-E, H-P-F-F, at gmail.com. So this is JJ. I will wrap it up with the usual. Of course it is happening inside your head. But why on earth should that mean that it is not real. Have a great week, everybody.